Section 47 of The World War Read for LibriVox.org by Piotr Natter The World War, Part 7, Life in the Trenches Historical Note The modes of making warfare and the habitat of the soldier changed rapidly after the Battle of the Marne. Since the Germans were unable to press forward to Paris and had met with a disastrous defeat in open battle, the resource seemed to be to dig in, as the phrase now goes, and produce habitable quarters underground. Accordingly, the defeated armies turned to the new task, and the allied armies followed suit. The result was not only a prolongation of the war, but the discovery of new difficulties without number, for with all the aid that could be given by the huge guns in the rear and the machine-guns close at hand, it was almost impossible to make determinate headway. The history of the war for many months was the exasperating record of trenches taken at terrible cost, lost and retaken, with hardly ever a victory of importance. Naturally, the mode of life pursued in the trenches adapted itself to the type of warfare. In stormy times, in cold weather, the trench added greatly to the hardship of war. Nothing short of the dangers of an attack near the barbed wire entanglements seemed to be more uncomfortable than life in trenches knee-deep with cold water and mud. The sufferings from disease were added to the tortures of war. Meanwhile, however, new comforts and even luxuries were added to trenches built to outlast a season. Apparently some of the Germans came to prefer trench life to any other and to make it almost impossible for their enemies to drive them from their new haunts. These trenches seemed impregnable at a certain stage of the war. Not until the Battle of the Somme did it appear possible to destroy on a large scale these new haunts of the soldier, namely by the massed fire of heavy artillery, or by tunnelling underneath and blowing up whole sections at a time. End of section 47. This recording is in the public domain.